Team, what up and welcome to the Protein Bites podcast. I am your host, Adriano. Now I am the owner of a small boutique personal training gym in the Sutherland Shire in Sydney. Now I've got nothing to sell you today. All that I ask is if you enjoy this and you like my Protein Bites podcast, please go on the Spotify link on Apple uh, Apple podcast link and just rate it five stars if you can, uh, as it would help this podcast grow to get a wider, wider wiser wider user base and allow us to reach more people and help more people for free. I think that's a really good thing um, as a way to give back to the community, but also just in general, it's nice. Free stuff is great. So what are we going to talk about today, team? I wanted to talk about the power of consistency, what that sort of looks like and uh, being an effective leader and the impact that it has on your household and your friends, family, all that sort of stuff. I want to dive into the power of consistency. So uh, I'm going to give you guys a story of my grandfather. Now, my grandfather to me is the most special man in my life. He passed away six, seven years ago. Um, an amazing human, uh, not because he was my granddad. I'm pretty objective when it comes to my family and labeling with them the term of great. He was wheelchair band bound from the age of 25. So he got in a car accident, which left uh, his spine um, severed. Um, from his lower sort of belly button down, uh, and he couldn't walk, couldn't walk for the rest of his rest of his life, nor feel his legs. And uh, throughout his life, he died when he was about seventy-five, so he lived a pretty long life. But throughout that time, what he was able to do was build a thousand-client taxation consultant business. Now, I have no idea about the accountant game, but I'm going to assume safely that a thousand uh, clients is pretty hefty. That pretty much means three uh, accounts a day he is working for. So with that knowledge, um, he only worked for two to four hours a day. So that's pretty much what he could do. Um, but he was in a wheelchair. He worked seven days a week, just about from memory. Uh, and I wanted to discuss how that's relevant in terms of the power of consistency. Now, someone who is in a wheelchair, arguably, is probably uh, less effective, less fast, uh, less fast than somebody with legs and that's got an able-bodied body. Um, in terms of being able to get work done, all that sort of stuff. Not to mention the cognitive stuff that happened from being in a car accident that will leave your spine uh, somewhat severed. So with that being said, uh, you could say that he was at a disadvantage, right? Hence the disability stuff. Now, what he made up for with that disadvantage was the power of consistency. Every day he would wheel himself out, even up to the age of 72, 73, would wheel himself out to his office, work for two hours, three hours, come back, watch some TV, have a cup of tea, have some lunch, go back to the office and same thing, just like fucking clockwork, right? This old school uh, thinker and old school mover. So in terms of consistency, you can see how having two to four hours specifically on your work every day, seven days a week, is going to compound over time, right? And now you might not be trying to build a business, but this same thing happens with fat loss. A lot of people get caught up in this thing where they feel like they need to either cut calories uh, really uh, hard during the week and then binge on the weekend. It's effectively um, building, I read it was like building a, a seesaw horse, you know, and then putting it in the fire and burning it on Friday, Friday and Saturday only to rebuild it all over again. And I suppose this is what people do with their fat loss and their body goals is they will go really, really hard for five days, four days and then throw it all in the bin by overeating, overindulging, and uh, poorly strategizing when it comes to their 
health and fitness goals. So um, I kind of wanted to highlight how much consistency pays a factor in all of this. So what I want to do is I'm going to walk through, um, you know, person A versus person B and kind of do the calculations around that. Okay. I think it's really, really valuable. So let's say we've got 365 days a year. And let's say you've got a plan and a strategy to where maybe six days out of the year, or let's say once a month, you have a blowout. So 12 times. Now that blowout is in excess of 2000 calories on top of your daily intake. So 12 days, once a month, we have a complete blowout, 2000 calories over. So it's 24,000 calories a year, okay? That you're gonna exceed. But the remainder of the day, so let's say the 353 would be, you've nailed your diet, right? But you did it in a really sustainable way. So let's say you were only 500 calorie deficit down. You didn't starve yourself. Uh, and it didn't lead to any binging, okay? So let's say you lost half a kilo every every week due to this with once a month of blowout. And that leaves you with 52, so 52 weeks, that's 26 kilos down a year. Okay, roughly. Now, do you think that's a pretty effective rate of fat loss? I think losing 26 kilos a year, regardless of circumstance, is pretty fucking impressive, right? Somebody lost 26 kilos, you, you know, I lost 11 last year, right? Um, so I think it's very, very impressive. Now, let's say you're somebody that nails five days, right? Does really well. And you're in a 750 to a thousand calorie deficit, but you only nail 60% of your days. Well, let's say 65, whatever, 70 of them. That means a hundred, essentially, if we're just going raw figures, right? A hundred out of the 300, so 30% left over, hundred out of the 300, you go over your calories. And let's say you go over even by 1500, well, let's say 2000, like a big bite. You have a big bite every weekend. Instead of eating 2000 calories or 1500, you have 35, which is very, very easy to do on a weekend. Even if you're like a female, you know, who, who arguably don't eat as much, um, just due to size and that sort of stuff, right? So let's say you have that, well, if we do the calculations on that, 2000, um, you've got one, 100 surplus days, right? So you're in a fat burning state only 70% of the time. And the other time you've got an excess of, let's do the calculations quickly. Um, we've got 2000 times 100. 200,000, and I'm just brain dead today, so forgive me. 200,000 calories in excess versus 24,000 calories in excess. Now, you could argue, we'll do the calculations on the other days where you're doing a harsher deficit. So let's say we've got the extra 250 times 200. 250 calories minus 200, 50,000. So either 200 calories, 200,000 calories in excess or 50,000 and recovery. So you're probably meeting that 150,000 calories versus in surplus, because let's say in, in Monday through to Friday, you've cut your calories back a fair amount. 
So by 750 a day, 1,000 a day. So let's say you've got 150, if we negate 150,000 calories still, again, surplus from the weekend binging. Let's say you cut it even harder and you're saying, Adriana, no, 1,000 calorie deficit a day, Monday through Friday, weekends right to binge. Say we cut it down 1,000, you're still going to be in 100,000 calorie surplus versus our long and slow approach. So the low and slow approach, we're going to have a 24,000 calorie surplus from the 12 days that we decide to go over by 2,000 calories, right? 12 days, once a month, we decide to fuck it up and go bonkers, okay? But it's more sustainable. It's more reliable in terms of fat loss results. It's just better all because it's better, better overall because it's better for your head. Now, if that feels smoother, if the whole process feels smoother, the likelihood that you're going to do it is so much more, right? So I just want you guys to, uh, to understand all of that, okay? Because it's for me, it seems very, very straightforward uh, that you just kind of go by the numbers, right? Um, but I kind of wanted to just outline it all for you guys so you guys can see the raw data in terms of what's going to be more effective. You're either going to have 353 days, 99.9% of your time where you're in a calorie deficit, but it's doable. You get treats. You can enjoy it. You just have to be monitoring it. Or you can blitz it and binge, blitz it and binge and still be in some amount of surplus for me i just don't think the 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 trade-off is worth it each to their own but whenever i've seen someone go on a heavy heavy binge uh restrict their binge it never it's never sustainable you have to take the time to learn about healthy habits in terms of let's say you go to mcdonald's it's ordering the burger instead of the burger and the fries let's say you go to uh chinese for dinner it's about having their mongolian beef you know, a tiny portion of rice, if any, and no spring rolls. Okay. It's about, it's, it's about making those switches. So no matter what you do and where you go, you can still lose weight. You want to go to KFC, for example, a lot of, a lot of the boys listening here, KFC enthusiasts, getting the double tender burger instead of the double tender meal. Okay. And it's making those small switches. One's 500 calories, one's like a thousand or 1200. One will blow you out for the day. One will support your goals. It is finding those small, simple switches that are going to make the most out of your training and the most out of your diet approach uh, by a fucking long stretch, okay? By a long, 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 long stretch. So just be super aware of that, all right? Um, I think that that's just like the key underlying thing for all health and fitness results. It's a numbers-based thing, it's a mood-based thing, and it's a sustainability-based thing. And if you can't nail the numbers, the sustainability, all that sort of stuff, you're going to be fucked, really, because it's either full full tilt or it's either it's, it's extremes you're dealing with. You're dealing with extremes, and it's just, that's just never going to work in terms of a sustainable approach. Um, cool. Hope that sort of helped. My video camera is fucking wigging out. Um, uh, what the fuck? Um... I have no idea what the fuck else I was going to say. Shit. Unlucky. Yeah, I've gone. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. It's the power of consistency. And then I've completely spaced on everything else. A kind of a, a throw and a throwback and a nod uh, to how the week's going a little bit. I'm a bit all over the shop. Um, so if that helps at all, guys, um, I think I'm just going to leave it there because I've really just gone 
completely mind blank and I don't want to throw this video clip out. So thanks so much for tuning into this, this episode um, and the power of consistency, sustainability uh, in your approach to achieving your health and fitness goals. So just remember, low and slow will help you lose 26 kilos a week, showing up two to four hours a day uh, will help you build a, fucking hell, Jesus Christ, sorry, it's like literally having a seizure, um, showing up two to four hours a day, seven days a week is really going to help you with your business staying sustainable and growing as well. So it doesn't matter where you're coming from, um, business, health, whatever, consistency is super, super key. And that's something that I have to deal with and, and live with all the time as well. For me, growing a business, I want the sharpest, fastest growth for me so I can become a millionaire next tomorrow and then deal with that. Um, but that's just not how reality works. It's trial and error. It's, it's all these different things. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope this video helps. I hope this podcast helps. And remember, please, at the end of this, just go to the, um, review button and just give me a five-star review, please help this video reach more people. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.